So welcome to day number three of the Mirror Mirror live stream event. This has been an awesome week, honestly. I've had, I've had so much fun recording the last few days and just really speaking my truth, sharing my story because I have always felt the most empowered when others shared their story. So that's what inspired me. So in case you're listening to this and this is for some reason you felt called to listen to this day first, I'll just reintroduce myself. So my name is Kayla. I'm a spiritual mindset coach that specializes in human design and gene keys coaching for spiritual entrepreneurs, really helping you embody your most authentic and integral level of energy and self so that you can show up unapologetically in your life and in your business. So the last few days have been amazing. And so today I'm really excited because the topic is smoke and mirrors, the narrative in the online space that killed my vibe. And it's interesting because right before I went to record this, I was looking at my notes and I decided to add in something to today that I didn't say I was going to talk about, but I want to talk about first, I want to talk about integrity. And I want to talk about integrity because then I will show you from my lens what it was like in the online space and how and there's really no there's really no like right or wrong in terms of how you do things. I know that sounds weird for me to say, but there's going to be people online for anyone. There's going to be people online, people running a business, people being a coach that won't resonate with you. And really that has to do with your integrity and what works for you. And so, you know, I really noticed that in my lowest points of frustration in my coaching business, it was really easy for me to like make all of these people and all of these things and ways of doing business wrong so that I could be right and feel better about myself. But that in itself is a lack of integrity. It's inauthentic because it's coming from the ego. So I want to talk about integrity because this is so fucking powerful. And I learned about integrity from this lens from doing the landmark forum. So I shared about this over the last few days. And when I did the landmark forum, I learned about integrity and it was so empowering because this is, if you were to take any tool in your life and just use that one thing for the rest of your life, it would be integrity. And the reason why is because integrity is not morality. It's not about what's good and what's bad because morality is subjective. And it's also, it's also a story. It's an interpretation. That's what I mean by it being subjective is that some people will think this is good, other people won't, and vice versa, right? So that's how it's subjective. So integrity is not morality. And this is this is what happens is that we get caught up in, and this is what I've seen before I even understood what integrity was. I was like, oh, that's bad. That's out of integrity. But when you look at integrity, integrity is when something is whole and complete. So when you look at the best metaphor that I was taught, not taking credit for this, again, learn this from Landmark, the best metaphor that I got was a bike wheel. So when you look at a bike wheel and the bike wheel has spokes on it, right, to support the wheel, even if one spoke is broken, the integrity of the wheel is compromised. It's kind of like you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? So when you look at it from a lens of what is so without having the stories and, and really, you know, taking out the morality and looking at like, what is integrity, what is whole and complete for you, then you know what you need to restore integrity with. So what that means is, let's say, for example, 
I'll give you a really good example. So me in my business, I realized in the last three years, okay, so if I look at my business as a whole, imagining that my business is this bike wheel, okay, with my spokes, and I've shared with you, I spent the last three years doing things that I thought I should do, doing things the way other people were telling me to do them and how I saw them being done online. And what that did was like, it really rusted the spokes on my wheel because it wasn't in integrity with me and what I needed to do, right? And so if I were to add morality onto that, then I would say, oh my God, I did all these bad things and I took all this bad marketing advice and this person said this when it was wrong. And so if you look at it, when we bring in morality and integrity, it just, it fucking makes it so messy. Like it doesn't need to be that complicated. So integrity is very simple. It's does it work or not? You know, like a really, a really great example is let's say for example, you, you tell your friend, that you're going to meet up with them for lunch at noon. You agree that you're going to meet at noon. And what happens is, let's say, you know, you show up late and you show up like even one minute late. If you consider that from the lens of integrity, it's out of integrity because it's not noon. It's one minute after noon or even five minutes, whatever you want to say, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, it's the same. So in that moment, to restore integrity, what it would look like is acknowledging the commitment. Hey, I said I was going to be here at noon. I wasn't. I was here at 12.01. I acknowledge the impact. Hey, I acknowledge that you were waiting for me. Like you were spending time waiting for me to show up and I didn't show up on time. Maybe you thought like I'm not respecting you or I'm not valuing the, our commitments or that I don't take our scheduling seriously right? Really acknowledging the impact and restoring integrity looks like next time I'm running late, if it happens, I'm going to call you and inform you, or I will inform you and we can reschedule another time that works for both of us. So if you look at that conversation, that has nothing to do with morality. Most of the population, what I've seen before I had this awareness was like, you'd show up to lunch, be like, oh my God, like I'm such a shitty friend. Like I showed up late and you were waiting for me. And whether it's one minute or half an hour, it's still the same, right? And so when we take out this morality, we take out the drama and we take out the stories and we look at integrity and be like, okay, this is what I said I would do. I didn't do it. What is the impact of that lack of integrity? How can I be, what can I be, and how can I be responsible, and how can I restore that integrity? So when I really take this, and I look at the coaching industry, and I look at the smoke and mirrors that I'm going to talk about, I was out of integrity with myself for like literally almost three years, because I, like I said, I was doing things how I thought I should be doing them. I was listening to what people were saying and sharing and that worked for them. But then I made it mean that it would work for me and it didn't. And then on top of that, I would make myself wrong. And the thing is like me making myself wrong and me thinking that I'm not good enough and me thinking that I'm doing it the wrong way is a lack of integrity with myself because being integrity with myself is being committed to being loving having, giving myself and having grace on my journey, really allowing me to show up messy, to give me that space to, to be and try things out and fail forward and celebrate my success. Like your integrity is really what is important to you. And it's so fucking sacred. 
And the beauty is that integrity evolves. Like as we grow as a person, our integrity as a person in any area of our life will shift and evolve. So it's not just like one time that you restore integrity. This is like an ongoing conversation. This is like an ongoing process that really allows you to be fully responsible and fully the creator of your life. And so what I really noticed was in the coaching industry as a whole, I've definitely witnessed several times where there was a lack of integrity because it wasn't inclusive. It wasn't inclusive from the lens of, you know, being racist, being oppressive towards other people, being, you know, incredibly like saturated with white privilege. Like there's so much that I learned in the last three years that is insane, especially since June 2020 when we had the Black Lives Matter movement. That was like so eye-opening. And so it's it's really interesting because I would see these these narratives coming in from like the corporate space of like climbing up the hierarchy and like whoever makes more money coaches people who makes less money. And it, it was just, there's there was a lot of toxicity that I think a lot of us could see and some couldn't. And, you know, if it didn't affect some people, they didn't care. And that's literally the definition of privilege. And so it was just, I've learned so much. I've learned so much. And so I really just want to share some of the things that I fed into and how it was a lack of an integrity for myself. And I want to invite you in this conversation while you're listening to me to really be like, okay, what, what is, what is integrity for me? And if I want, I don't want you to like, listen to me and be like, oh, that I'm the same as her. Like, I really want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, like, what is integrity for me? What are my what are my core values that I have for myself, my business, the relationship I have with myself, the relationship and connection I have with money, how I show up, how I create content, how I sell, like, and integrity is literally woven into everything. And it's such a powerful tool when you have awareness of it, which is why I decided to bring it into this conversation. And I'm so excited I did because I can just like feel how this is like channeling out of me right now. And it was like, the perfect thing that I needed to bring into what I want to share today. So how I started my business, which is funny, I like briefly mentioned this, it was back in, so it was like December, 2018, 2019 is when I like really showed up like on Instagram, for example, and I was changing my handle and posting all this content and calling myself a mindset coach. And it was through a five day manifestation challenge that I did. And I remember hearing this coach share how in their first year of business, they went from $9,000 to 600K in a year. And I was like, oh my God, like this was just so inspiring. And so I always like made these crazy audacious goals every year. Like every year, obviously I wanted to hit hundred K. I was like, I want to hit hundred K this year and this year and this year. And some people listening to this might be like, well, Kayla, there's strategy in that too. And of course, but the point is one of the things that doesn't get acknowledged enough in the coaching industry is like privilege. Like what resources do people have access to right like myself I am a white privileged woman who I didn't struggle through the pandemic compared to other people because I had a roof over my head I had a remote role I have a partner that can support me and so it's like in the coaching industry sometimes there's a lot of it's very 
there's some things that really came across to me as like very black and white. And for sure, I was being like that as well. And I'm going to share some of the like one-liners and things that get tossed around that I think can be really harmful if we're not paying attention. So I, I heard this goal of like 9,000 to 600K in a year and I was all excited. And in particular this year, so I remember this time last year when I was doing this five-day manifestation challenge again, but like years later, I decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to do like a crazy goal and I want to hit 300K in 2021 by December, 2021, right? And um, obviously I didn't do that. I told you I made, in my coaching business, I made 19 grand, right? Which is quite far off. (laughs) But I would say that the lessons that I've learned have been absolutely incredible. So I... I really want to look at like how that made me feel mentally, emotionally, spiritually, not hitting that goal. And it was, it was interesting because that goal was a hundred percent from ego and it came from scarcity. It came from like, okay, Kayla, if you, if you hit 300 grand in your business this year, you're going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. You're going to be able to travel. You're going to pay off your debt. You're going to have the credibility. You're going to hire a team. You're going to do all these things. And there's nothing wrong with that. And obviously you're going to help all of these people. You're going to have all this freedom. And so the thing is, I wasn't rooted in who I am right now then, obviously, because I wanted this to relieve this fear of, I don't have enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have the results. I don't have the numbers. I don't have the money. Once I have that, then I will be, right? But the funny thing is like, to be in that mindset, I was just constantly reaffirming that I am not, right? By declaring, I will be this confirms that I am not. And so, you know, it's, it was really interesting because I obviously knew this entire year, like I shared I shared with you what happened in the last three years, but in this year, it was just the growth really came from like so deep within me. Like I really, really had to sit with my shit, especially after I quit my full-time job in September. It was like, there was so many demons that came up, like so many emotions, so much shame, so much guilt. And I just slowed the fuck down. And even that, like being able to slow down and feel safe is a privilege. Like not everyone gets to do that. And so I think that this is something that's, that's like kind of missing from the coaching industry is more like, obviously of this trauma informed, trauma sensitive, trauma awareness of what people are really dealing with, you know, viscerally and like within their nervous system. Like if you don't feel, and I talked about this in day one, like somebody can't tell you to feel secure once you do this and have that then you'll be like you literally have to experience it yourself but it's like to cultivate that safety and to be able to trust yourself and like release that tension from your body and like believe that if you take a risk or you make an investment that you're safe to do that a lot of what I've seen is like you know scarcity marketing of like you have to buy by this time or it's gone forever or like this is the missing piece or people or like coaches and things really pushing on the pain points of there's like something wrong with you and so this is like 
I'm pointing at this and I've definitely, before I even had this awareness, I'm sure that there was ways that I showed up where I was doing that, especially if I'm running around replicating what I'm seeing in the online space. Like I'm not saying that I'm like this little angelic angel here who did everything right because I didn't. The matter about me owning this shit as well is a form of restoring integrity, right? That acknowledgement. So a lot of the things that I heard that that really hit me over the last few years, like I've shared with this with you, like the wildly sought after like the five figure months and the six figure years and then getting to like six figure months and then seven figure years and seven figure months and it just goes on and on and on. And there's nothing wrong with that. There really is not. I think what matters is like the energy that you're coming from when you're doing that and whether or not you feel secure with who you are as a person. And that if you had nothing and if you had everything, you wouldn't change as a person, you would trust yourself, you would believe in yourself, there would be that, that sense of groundedness, right? So this, this was like the Kindle to my fire when I first started, I was like, Oh, my God, like, if I just hit these five figure months, and then six figure years, then I will have made it. And like, no one directly said that to me. But this is what the mind does is like, we take information in, and then we interpret it in our own way and then it becomes a filter in how we see the world so this was how I was seeing my business my coaching industry like I literally thought nothing counted until I had those specific numbers which is extremely disempowering because it completely discredits everything that I've done up until that point like those things they don't for some people they happen really quickly and that's amazing that's that's meant to be their journey but for myself that's totally not my fucking story and I clearly now don't have a problem with it, but like months ago or even like two years ago, there's no way I would be able to talk the way that I am right now. This is, this is what integrity is. Me going in and looking at Kayla, you're like calling myself out, like Kayla, you're disempowering yourself and thinking that you're not good enough and that, you know, your content isn't good enough or how you sell isn't good enough or the things that you're creating, the programs and the containers and who you are as a coach isn't good enough. That's a lack of integrity with yourself. How are you going to own that shit <laughs> and like restore it and really get back into alignment with what it is that you want, which is like being empowered, being someone who is unfuckwithable, being someone who's going to show up in adversity, being someone who's going to speak their truth no matter what. Right. So again, I'm going to keep weaving in this concept of integrity because it's like so important. The other things that I would see is like kind of ties into the first one is like the faster you make money, the more successful you are. Right. There's, I mean, if anyone ever advertised, oh, it took me 10 years to hit a million dollars in my business. I mean, again, it's subjective. Some people might think, oh my God, that's incredible. Other people might be like, yo, I hit a million in one year. Or like, I've seen this online, like millionaire before the age of 25, right? So it's like, again, it's, it's all about paying attention to how we take in this information and then what we make it mean about ourselves. Because obviously we can't control what other people are doing. We can set boundaries, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but like, it's, it's, we can only be responsible for our own interpretation, but then also if something is affecting us, we can call it out and be vocal about it, right? So the other thing that can be harmful because this doesn't acknowledge privilege at all is when people just talk about like, oh, it's all about your energy. 
like just just be in the energy just be in the energy and it's like okay well what if somebody's living in like a home that is like extremely abusive or they're they're in a neighborhood or they're in a country or their work environment is very toxic and you're telling them it's all about their energy and there's things that are out of their control and maybe it's not safe for them to leave right like really considering how we speak is not just from our own lens, especially if we're privileged, right? Because the biggest thing that I learned about being aware of privilege and speaking about it and owning it is that that just means you get to help more people. Well, like when you would, when we address racism and oppression and like, you know, classism and sexism and, and all of that, when we address it, it literally just means that we're going to elevate more people in the collective. Like it's literally a fucking win-win. But through even myself, I felt so like scared to talk about these things because I didn't want to offend anyone or upset anyone or be racist. And like, that's just white fragility. That's what that is. It's like, oh no, like I don't want to like step on toes and I don't want to feel uncomfortable. But like, sometimes you have to go there and then you go there and you restore integrity and you fucking take your power back. Okay. The other thing that I, the other thing that I would see a lot on online the other thing that I would see a lot of online is like this, this narrative of like, change your mindset and change your life, right? Or like, here's your five step strategy to this, or this is what you need to do x, y, and z for ABC. And so again, if you think about it, that it's not inclusive of who you're speaking to, right? Imagine if you're only like, obviously, if you're niching, it makes sense if you speak that language to that niche, but when we assume that everyone has the same access to resources or the same access to energy or the same access to being safe or health and so on, then we're not actually going to elevate the collective. So the reason why I'm talking about this is because it's really important that we all have this awareness because if we're only focusing on the elite and we're not being considerate of like how we show up in our own privilege and, sh- and the smoke and mirrors that we're, that we're bringing into the online space, the coaching industry as a whole is out of integrity. It, it's not working. The coaching industry, the point of being a coach in the coaching industry or just anywhere in life is like you fucking care about people. You want to help people. You want to speak your truth. You want to empower others. You know, you have probably seen multiple times people who have struggled and gone through the same thing that you have. You've overcome it and you want to help them, right? So, but the thing is, it's like to be picky and choosy about who we're helping and how we're speaking. Just consider that when we can find a way that we can share and show up, that can actually empower everyone, like that's literally how we're going to change the world. (laughs) No big deal. That's how it's going to happen. And so that's why it's so important to have this awareness. And this is something that I'm so grateful for. It's literally been a privilege in itself for me to learn about racism, to learn about the smoke and mirrors and to learn about these one-liners that I was like taking in and like, you know, identifying with essentially and using that to disempower myself. So I think that it's, the big thing is like, what I noticed is that a lot of, a lot of this narrative for me, what was happening was that it was pulling me away from myself. 
I didn't trust myself because obviously I hadn't yet produced the results that I wanted. So then I was thinking, oh, well, if I just go and I do this program or this certification, or if I go and I do work with this coach or spend this much money, then I will insert whatever the thing is, right? And it's it's just, this is why I'm coming forth today and and really emphasizing the power and the importance of speaking your truth and like looking in your own mirror and looking at how you can trust yourself because that is ultimately how you will create a business and a life that is an integrity with you and like such a beautiful authentic expression of you as a person so the really really the thing is is like looking at what is best for you and sometimes it takes having someone to guide you through that so that you can just have a little bit of support as you begin to cultivate that self-trust and become confident and like unfuck with the bull, right? And even right now, actually this point in my business, right now in this present moment, I'm not, I'm, I'm near the end of a, a coaching program, but like, I'm not doing a certification. Like I'm literally in this realm of like nothingness. So I can really hear myself. I can really be with myself. I'm meditating and journaling and I'm with myself, decided how I was going to do this live stream event and how I was going to launch Speak Your Truth and how I was going to, you know, launch my one-on-one coaching program aligned by design. Like I was really with myself, trusting my way of doing it. Because here's the thing, to keep it really simple, if there was only one way to be successful, then everyone would be doing it that way. Every single person would be doing it that way and they would all have the same results, right? So when we look at the different ways that people do things, that is literally evidence that the way that you want to do things can work for you too. So I think that's, that's a really important message, but the only way you can really tap into that is if you trust yourself, right? And trusting yourself means really looking at your own shit and really looking at where have I gone and done things that didn't resonate with me or where have I forced things or where did I do things because I think I should or could or so on. So it's really looking at, the other thing is too, is really looking at like what's sustainable for you. And I'm going to be talking more about human design and gene keys tomorrow but when you look at your energy and your energetic type, you know, like me, I'm a 6-2 sacral generator. I only have my G center and my sacral defined. And for me, when I find things that really light me up, I can just go, go, go. Like it, it's like I have this rechargeable battery, especially if I like strongly identify with it. Then what happens is it's really easy for me to just share, like show up and share and be lit up about it. And so it was the other thing that I was seeing a lot of in the online space that it was like so draining for me was just this, this narrative of constantly having to make more and more every month. And then like the things that you should be doing, like, are you on reels? Are you on TikToks? Like there's always like the next thing or clubhouse or whatever. And it was just like, oh my God. And I tried to do the reels challenge. You know how there's these real challenges of like 30 days close to real every day. I remember there's a couple of times I tried this twice and I did not do 30 days in a row. I did like 27. And I spent like four hours. So I was having fun. Okay. Granted, obviously I was having fun. I spent four hours and made 22 reels. And then I was like, okay, I'm good for three weeks. And then I still didn't even like finish the other eight that I could have done for 30 days in a row. And it's like, that was not sustainable for me, but there's some people who love doing reels 
And then there's nothing wrong with that. Like fucking take what works for you and run with it. Like that's the whole point. But again, it comes back to self-trust and believing in yourself. So one of the, one of the other things I want to dive into is we talked about this where when it comes to privilege and even just like a really pivotal moment for me was back in June, 2020, when Black Lives Matter happened. And I think that blew the smoke and mirrors right out of the water with the coaching industry because it really did shine a massive light on the oppression of people in the industry as coaches, but then even as clients and consumers. And so this is really when I was like willing to get uncomfortable and like shift my language and pay attention to you know, cultural appropriation and just, you know, slurs and slangs or things that I would say that were not considerate and harmful of people of color. And, you know, it was, it was really wild because when I really got, like I mentioned earlier, that when we pay attention to how we can be inclusive and how we can like maintain the integrity of the coaching industry, that just means we get to help more people. That means that more people get to have financial freedom. They get to experience being the best version of themselves. They get to have the success that they want, right? And so this was, this was such a turning point for me. And I think that my there's a friend of mine that I connected with through my remote role. Her name is Bonnie Patterson, and she's a freaking amazing woman. And she, she said a really great quote once, put your impact before your income. And what that means is that really paying attention and putting the people first. That doesn't mean sacrificing yourself. That's a whole other thing. Integrity, again, what do you need to have your cup full so that you can be overflowing and easily give to others and support them and have that be a ripple effect? That's people first, that's impact first, and then income, right? Like there's never... I don't think there's ever going to be, you know, impact and income and deciding how much income is worth the impact is like always going to be subjective. And it's always going to come down to like what you believe about that. But I just love this quote and I wanted to share it with you. And the other thing I wanted to share with you, just because I have talked about privilege and oppression and inclusivity, you know, in today's recording is there's a couple of podcast episodes that I'd like to recommend to you. So if you want, you can just write the numbers down. If you're watching this live or listening to the recording, so episodes 107, a black and white conversation on shifting the paradigm about racism. So I really talked about like, this is right around Black Lives Matter. I did this podcast interview with a friend of mine who is a woman of color and it was just such a powerful conversation. And so I really want to invite you to listen to this. I did another episode with a friend of mine named Kaylee. So healing money trauma and discussing privilege. That's episode 176. The next one is episode 177, how to restore integrity when being called out as a racist. So this episode is really great because it elaborates more on how I talked about integrity at the beginning of this conversation today. So there's like a really great metaphor that I use in this. This is a solo episode that I did. So you can really listen to this and really understand more of like what integrity is so that you can you can take this and apply it to your life and apply it to your business and use this as a powerful tool. The next one is the podcast episode that I did with Bonnie, both episode 192. It's called From Sad Bitches to Bad Bitches, 
with fitness and mindset coach, Bonnie Patterson. And then the last one that I recommend is episode 199. So trauma awareness and spiritual embodiment with Hannah. So Hannah is one of my really good friends that we met through Instagram, and she's also a published author. So I definitely recommend checking her out. So those episodes, I'm sharing these with you because these are really great examples of how I just, with amazing women, blew the smoke mirrors bullshit out of the water in the coaching industry and just like in the world around inclusivity and whatnot. So I wanted to share this with you because it's something that I really think you should check out. There's another episode too that I forgot to write it down and it's literally about integrity. So I will include that in, if you're listening to this, my podcast will be in the show notes. If you're on Facebook watching the replay, I'll find it for you and I'll share it there, but I don't have it at the top of my head because I have like 230 episodes on my channel now. So one of the other things that I want to chat about, the one of the last things here I want to talk about is what I did for my own sanity when I felt overwhelmed by the smoke and mirrors in the coaching industry. So in September, 2021, and this is really something that, you know, people probably wouldn't recommend doing, but again, I was just practicing the art of trusting myself. I unfollowed everyone on Instagram. So uh, yeah, I unfollowed everyone on Instagram. So I have zero followings on Instagram. And then I didn't even realize it, but I was in, I was in over 50 Facebook groups that were like mindset, spirituality, business, entrepreneurs, like boss, babe, like whatever communities and Instagram growth and whatever. And I was like, every time I came on a Facebook, it was just like my whole feed all the time. And it, it just constantly bombarded me with, you know, people trying to sell things or say, do things a certain way. Like, again, I could not hear my intuition. And so in September, literally, as I quit my job, I followed everyone on Instagram, removed myself from 50 plus Facebook groups. And it's interesting because I was worried. I was like, oh my God, what if I lose all my followers? Like, what, what the fuck's going to happen, right? And what happened was, I definitely noticed, and I would like to think that it could be the algorithm. I mean, other people on Instagram might be like, it's just your content. I definitely lost engagement on my posts, like wasn't getting as many likes, but I had way, I had almost double the views on my stories and I didn't really, I didn't lose followers. It stayed the same. And so I was like, okay, you know, it was just refreshing for me because if I'm being honest, when I go onto social media, like I don't want to, I get caught in scrolling sometimes and I don't want to just be fake and like, like things and comment things for strategy. Like all of my nurturing and everything is in the DMS. Like this is where I connect with people. Like if people respond to my story, then I'm going to go and I'm going to chat with them. And even in my DMS, like if you're thinking about doing this, if somebody has a story and you've been chatting with them in the DMS, like it'll show up there so you can go and watch your story. So it's like, whoever's relevant will always stay up high in your DMS so that you can continue to nurture those relationships. So that worked for me. And I was really inspired because I had actually seen, you know, one of my, my mentors for human design, like she has like 25,000 followers on Instagram and she has zero followings at the time. And I was like really inspired by this. And she's like, yes, it's so good for my undefined head. And I was like, well, I have an undefined head and an open Ajna. So it's like, when I see things, I get inspired. I have thoughts, like it doesn't stop. So like Instagram and constant information is like super overwhelming for me and I was like I'm just gonna trust my gut literally and unfollowed everyone 
And so if this is something that you want to do, because I've definitely seen people want to do this and then they're scared to do it. But then again, it's like when I would go and I'd like or comment on somebody's content, they know that I'm actually thinking about them. There's nothing strategic about it. It's like pure, authentic connection. And so I really love that I just had this like rebellious moment of like blowing up, you know, smoke up the ass of like the algorithm and being like, this is what I want to do. I don't care what your plan is. This is what I'm going to do. And it was, it was great. And, you know, it's like, I think it, it really does come down to what works for you. And it really, again, it took, it took a lot of trust for me to be like, Hey, this is how I'm going to do things. And it's unconventional. People would not recommend it, but that's just how it's going to go. And I'm not sharing this so that you go and do the same thing. But if this is something that you've been thinking about, and then I'm sharing it and it's resonating with you, you could technically consider that a sign from the universe. And so I think that it's just, it really was, it really was eye-opening to pay attention to what it means to get my energy behind things and the power that comes from that. And I think that it's, that's the biggest thing. Like, this is why I do human design and gene keys coaching is because what I did was not logical. The way that I unfollowed people and chose to do things a certain way online like there's nothing logical about it because there's evidence that these strategies and showing up and doing x y and z gets you followers and so on but I feel free I feel like I can breathe easy I feel like I can speak my truth I feel like I can do things my own way and then I am in integrity with myself and creating a life that I absolutely love and a business that I love because I'm doing it my way and so this is what I love doing is showing up and embodying this authenticity to be an example, that six, two line in my profile for human design, that six line, that role model, being a role model for others to do the same for themselves. So I think that one of the other things that I wanted to talk about was I really want to, we're, we're coming up to the end of our conversation today, but I really want to invite you to look at like look in the mirror right and ask yourself like how do you really feel about being online right and like how how would you compare like if you were to look at when how you first started your business versus now or like just your first time being present online versus now like look at the evolution and really look at what are the things that you're automatically doing that actually like don't resonate with you and I think it's like that's looking at that and really trusting yourself to cut that off will give you this like next level liberation to just breathe and have more space for the things that you actually want, right? So we're tying into the reflection work here. But the next thing I want you to do is, again, where have you subscribed to doing things a certain way that makes you feel icky or like you have to force yourself to show up a certain way for your business, right? So really paying attention to that, because if you, again, and we're going to get into human design tomorrow, if you were to check in with your authority and it's a yes or a no for you, or it doesn't resonate, or it's like draining your energy, or you don't feel recognized by it, then don't do it. Like, let's keep it simple. Okay. And I really want you to look at as well is what, what's really at the root cause of your reasons for what you're currently doing in your life and business. So looking at like, okay, you think you should do this or you have to do this, why? What are the reasons there? And I want you to consider who says 
you have to do that. And then I want you to ask yourself, when did I decide that I had to do that? Because what I'm doing with these questions, and it's funny because this is like totally NLP, what I'm doing is giving you the power to decide how you want to do things. And it's amazing. We don't realize it. It's like when, when we think we have to do something, ask yourself, who says? And then it might be, oh, like the internet or this person or this or whatever. Or you might even realize, well, I say that. And then it's like, well, when did you decide that? Because when we come back to that moment of decision, then you get to choose again. Choose again, my friends. This is the beauty of self-awareness. Choosing again. So when you're doing this reflection work, really look at like, is this aligned for me? And paying attention to if there's an agenda behind it, right? It's like, well, if I, you know, if I get rid of all my followings, like this is me speaking for myself, then, you know, I'm going to lose engagement and whatever. And there's an agenda there. But if I actually were to like consult my sacral and be like, this lights me up, I would love to not have like content after content popping up on my feed so I can show up, deliver and not have my energy drained, right? There's a difference there. Paying attention to the agenda because the agenda, people smell that from like a mile away, especially if you're selling or, you know, if you're using scarcity marketing tactics to like pressure people into buying and, and pushing on pain points from a way that lacks integrity, that people don't even consciously realize they will unconsciously feel that energy and be repelled by it. So this is something that I've really been working on is like giving up the agenda, like always just giving up the agenda, like trusting Kayla, do things how you want to do things, slow the fuck down. Like that's really what has happened to me in the last three months. And it's been like so empowering and it's really allowed me as I slowed down, it really allowed me to catch and see the smoke and mirrors and be able to pause and reflect and decide how I was going to respond rather than just being stuck in overdrive and like pushing myself and forcing things and overcompensating and so on. So just slowing down is like really such a powerful thing to do because that's going to allow you to see the smoke and mirrors. And it's going to allow you to see like I did what killed my vibe, like in the coaching industry. Right. Because I had to like get rid of all that. Once I saw it, I had to polish it off. I had to get complete with it. I had to look at where my integrity was, restore it with myself. And that's like such a beautiful sacred thing that you can do. Right. Integrity like I talked about throughout today's conversation, like you can journal about it, you can meditate on it, you can have a conversation with someone like there's, oh, it just, it can be opened up in so many different ways. So before I wrap things up today, I just want to share with you that my Align by Design coaching program is open right now. It's one-on-one coaching. It's a three-month container. And this is really about this like one-on-one support for you to just be seen and heard and held and just completely guided on your own fucking journey to embody your own energy, your own human design and gene keys so that you can be in integrity with yourself, create a life and business that you love and just like get rid of all the smoke and mirrors and feel like you have the freedom and the clarity to just breathe and show up unapologetically. This is that that one-on-one support, okay? And I'm so excited 
that I have this clarity that I can really hold space for people in this. And I feel so confident to like call in, call in people into this container. The other coaching program that I have coming up is in January. This is called Speak Your Truth. So if you've been listening or watching the replays in the last couple of days of Mirror Mirror, I've really just come forth and like shared my story unapologetically exactly where I am right now. And there's so much power in this because no one can take this away from me. No one can break me. Nothing anyone says phases me. Like I've recently been interviewed on a couple of different podcast channels and like very openly shared about how much money I've made, the failures, the things I've learned in the last three years. And this is the energy that I'm bringing into that group coaching container is throughout this three months together. It's like as a community, because that's ultimately what, what helped me as well is when I was able to manifest those fellow entrepreneurs in my space who were on a similar journey or who shared their truth. I was like, Oh my God, like I felt, I didn't feel alone. And I shared about this in day one. Like I felt so alone for three years trying to grow my business and just doing things by myself and trying on different hats and it wasn't fucking working and I am just here to hold that space for people to be so loved and supported and just like really learn about how to leverage their own energy like really taking their gene keys and their human design and like integrating it on a level where they don't you, you will feel like you won't need anything you're empowered exactly as you are where you are in this moment. So this is the container that's starting in January for three months. And then the one-on-one -on -one coaching, if you sign up for this by December 31st, you'll get automatic access into the group coaching program as well. So I'm going to share the links for these opportunities in the comment section on Facebook, and then I'll have them in the show notes on my podcast so that you can check these out. This morning I was in a meditation and I was in the Akashic Records and I received guidance to do to offer a six month payment plan for the Speaker Truth group coaching container. So I added that onto my website today. So the early bird prices go until December 31st. There's a six month payment plan right now. And if you have any questions, of course, you can reach out to me and I'm really excited. Tomorrow for the last day is very, very deeply into the human design and gene keys it's going to be a little bit more masterclass style so i'd like to invite you to come with your chart and even your gene keys because i'm going to be screen sharing but even if you're listening to the recording like i will be very vocal about what i'm talking about so if you have your chart you'll be able to look but i want to really talk about how human design and gene keys completely transform my reality my life and in my business and I want to show you even, it's really cool because tomorrow I'm going to show you how the way I've been showing up, the way I've been talking, how that is showing up in my human design chart and why it's coming like so naturally to me. Because this is ultimately what you would be discovering in the Speaker Truth group coaching container and also obviously with my one-on-one -on -one Aligned by Design coaching container as well. So I'm so excited. I loved this live stream so much I had such a great time and again this is so funny like this is the power of doing this inner work like I'm just checking here and again no one watched this live this is me showing up like so unapologetically and just believing in myself 
knowing that my truth is worthy, knowing that this is going to get to the right people in some way, shape or form. Like imagine having this confidence, like there's no, there's just no evidence here. Like there's, there's literally nothing here, but it's me believing that this is all going to work out. And this, I didn't have this before. And it's just so fucking powerful. And this is why, this is why this, this energetic work and incorporating human design and gene keys is like literally transformed my life. So thank you so much for watching and listening to this. I love you so much for being so supportive, consuming this. I really, obviously, what I want most is that you get valuable content and valuable, a valuable experience out of listening to this live stream event this week. And I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. So I hope you can join live or at least catch the replay. And I will chat with you then. Mwah. Thank you.